This is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, Coffee with Carrie, then make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee Homeschool and Step with God. And then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement too. You can also find me at Instagram at Coffee with Carrie Consultant or at our website, coffeewithcarrie.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. I think, no, I know, you're going to be encouraged. <laughs> Hey, y'all, and welcome to season three of Coffee with Carrie podcast. Well, if you've been having weekly coffee dates with me while listening to Coffee with Carrie podcast, or you've read my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, then you know I retired my official homeschooling mom hat this past June when my youngest graduated high school. Well, to be more precise, what I did do this past June was exchange my homeschooling mom hat for my homeschooling mentor hat. While I may not be in the trenches with you each week, I'm still in the middle of homeschooling world as I teach homeschoolers each week, help homeschooling moms each month, and continue to lead our homeschool co-op this year. I will admit it, it was a bit weird this summer not planning our school year and not picking out curriculum and books to read and not organizing our crazy schedule for our family. It was bittersweet helping my son register for college classes and listening to my daughter talk about her grad school schedule for the fall. I ain't gonna lie, I did miss the fun that comes with planning a new school year. So, since this is a new season for me personally, and a new season for a Coffee with Carrie podcast, yep, we're in season three already, I thought I would share with you one of my favorite homeschooling routines, our morning time. Since it is the beginning of a new school year, I thought I would start at the beginning. You know, when Dorothy asked the good witch, where should I start? On this journey to the Wizard of Oz, the good witch told her, well, it's always best to start at the beginning. So that's where I thought I would start. I would share with you the beginning of our day and how our mornings usually started. We always began our day with morning time or mom time, as I called it. Cindy Rollins, the author of A Handbook to Morning Time, and the book, Mere Motherhood, Morning Times, Nursery Rhymes, and My Journey Toward Sanctification, is the go-to person on this precious morning time practice. So like most things in homeschooling, morning time, or as we called it, mom time, is not my idea. I read her books, and I fell in love with her morning time rituals. All I did was tweak her ideas so that they would fit our unique family and homeschooling. So what is morning time or morning time basket? Well, in a nutshell, it's the first thing you do as a family. It's how you begin your morning and start your week. For ease, moms usually put in the basket all the things they want to read, do, and learn as a family. Then after morning time or mom time is over, then the kiddos begin working on their independent work or working with mom one-on-one to learn new reading or writing or spelling or math skills. 
It really is that simple. You put in a basket whatever you want to do as a family. You set time aside each morning to learn together as a family. And then each day you pull stuff out of that basket to do as a family. Hence the name Morning Time Basket. If I were homeschooling this year, we would be starting at the beginning. Last year, we did American and Modern World History, so we ended our three-year history cycle, which means we would have been circling back again to the beginning of the timeline and to quite literally start at the beginning of time. So I thought, since this is a new beginning for me, the beginning of a new Coffee with Carrie podcast season, and I miss planning our ancient history over the summer, I would start at the beginning in this week's episode. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you what's in my morning basket, or at least what would have been in my morning time basket when we started our ancient history studies, and what was in my morning basket time when the kids were younger. Now, as I list things off, don't get overwhelmed. It will seem like a lot to cover, but I don't use everything in my basket and on my list every single day. I use a loop or a rotating schedule to get through it all. But don't worry, I'll explain the rotating schedule after I share the items that are in my morning time basket. So first, I only planned a month at a time, so my morning time basket only had a month's worth of books, games, and projects in it. So as I list off what's in my ancient history morning time basket, it's what I used only in the first month. Hopefully, though, this podcast my explanation, and the list will get you started and inspire you to plan your own morning time basket for your family, whether you're studying ancient history or something else this year. Now, since we're starting at the beginning of the timeline, we will literally start at the beginning in Genesis 1-1. So during the first month of morning time, we focus on the days of creation. So most of the items in my morning time basket have something to do with the first few chapters of Genesis. In my morning time basket, I have the following items. I have our favorite DK Illustrated Family Bible and my new favorite devotional for kids called Indescribable, A Hundred Devotions for Kids About God and Science by Louis Giglio. I also have a printed copy of our memory verse, which would be Genesis chapter 1, and our copywork notebooks. I also have in the basket the book, Nature Anatomy, The Curious Parts and Pieces of the Natural World by Julia Rothman. I include a stack of index cards and markers for our timeline pieces, as well as a colorful laminated labeled world map that shows the continents and the oceans. I put our read aloud chapter book in the basket. The first month, it's Tales from Odyssey Part 1 and 2 by Mary Pope Osborne into the basket. I also have the poetry book, Tiger, Tiger, Burning Bright, an animal poem for every day of the year by Fiona Waters. I also include in the basket the Draw Right Now, Book 6, Animals and Habitats on Land, Ponds, and Rivers and Oceans in the basket. I also put our writing journals with a dozen or so writing prompts and some Mad Libs. I put a color printout of Michelangelo's Creation of Adam from the Sistine Chapel. Van Gogh's Starry Night and Sunflowers, and Winslow Homer's color prints of seascapes and fish and butterflies. And I put my favorite picture books for math, which is the Circumference series, along with a few math games. I know, 
quite a list here. But remember, the best way to save time and have fun is to learn as much as you can as a family. So my morning time basket is full of all kinds of great stuff for just about every subject that I want our family to learn together. Again, I'll explain the loop and rotating schedule in a minute because there's no way that you and I can get through everything that's in my basket every single morning. So first on my list is my illustrated family Bible and devotional. Morning time or mom time always starts with family devotions at breakfast. Since we're literally starting at the beginning, each morning we would read from our Bible. The first day, we read about the first day of creation. On the second day, we read about the second day of creation. Third day that week, we read about the third day of creation, and so on. You get the picture. Now, sometimes I would rotate reading from the Bible to reading from the devotional, Indescribable, A Hundred Devotions for Kids About God and Science. This devotional is full of science facts and concepts related to creation. So you can actually take turns going back and forth from reading God's Word and the devotional if you want a little variety. Then, after we discuss the Bible passages or the devotion, we work on our memory verse together. When my kiddos were younger, they memorized verses Genesis 1, verses 1. We also memorized Amos 9, verses 6. John 1, verses 1 through 5, and of course, Psalm 19, verse 1. Now, when my kiddos were older, we would try to memorize all of Genesis chapter 1 during memory work time. Now, as part of our memory work, we would copy the verse or the passage in our copywork notebooks. Writing out scripture is a great way to memorize it. If the kids were memorizing just one verse, like Genesis 1-1, each morning, they would copy it in their notebook and practice reciting it to each other and to me. If they were trying to memorize an entire passage, like Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 31, each day they would write from memory the parts that they already memorized, and then they would copy one or two more verses to it in their copywork notebook. As they added the extra verses, they would try to memorize them too. Now, after reading from God's Word and working on our memory verse, we move to our timeline activity. Next, we would take out index cards and create a new post for our timeline. Now, since the Bible was our main history textbook whenever we studied ancient history, we would discuss the important historical events that happened in the passage when we read during our Bible time. Then we would decide what to draw on the index card to represent the historical event. Then we would add a caption and date it. So let's say during morning devotion, we read Genesis 1 verses 14 through 9 that morning. The kids would draw and color the sun and the moon on an index card. They would label it fourth day and then write underneath it, God created the sun, moon, and stars. Then we would tape it to our timeline in the BC section closest to the beginning of the timeline. That's it for our timeline activity. Five minute stops. Now, after our timeline work, we would move into our read aloud time. Next, we would read a chapter or two from our read aloud chapter book that I picked out. Since we're focusing on ancient history, I loved reading the Tales from the Odyssey Part 1 and Part 2 by Mary Pope Osborne. Yes, that's the same author who brought you the Magic Treehouse series. It's the retelling of the Greek story of the Iliad and the Odyssey. Eventually, we would get to Greek myths and Greek civilization in our ancient history studies, so I love starting the year off with these two books. My daughter loved the Greek mythology, and my son loved the adventure in them. 
Now, the last thing we did every morning was write in our writing journals. We each had a writing journal, including me. For some reason, the kids found it more motivating to write in their journals if I was also writing in mine. They also loved sharing what they wrote and hearing my journal entries too. Now, I had a list of writing prompts and story starters to use for the month. I collected ideas from writing prompt websites and writing prompt books. And they were always super simple topics like write a to-do list for your day. What's your favorite animal and why? In the beginning, God created dot, 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 and I would let them come up with something fun. Look outside and describe what you see. If you could invent a new sandwich, what would it be? I would share the writing prompts and story starters, something like this, and then we would write for five minutes in our writing notebooks. When Joe was too little to write sentences, he just drew his entries so he could take part in the activity too. Then we shared our responses. We usually laughed a little bit, or we asked more questions about each other's ideas and what we wrote down. This is what we would do every morning together. Five core things. We'd read from the Bible or our devotional. We'd work on our memory verse with copy work. We'd add to our timeline. We'd read a chapter for fun from a read-aloud chapter book. And we'd write for about five minutes in our writing notebooks and share. Once we finished our five main or core activities that we always did together during morning time, then I would pull two or three other things from our basket to do. Now, depending on the day or how much time we had, sometimes we only had time to do one more thing. Some mornings we had plenty of time to do several more things as a family that were in our basket. This is where the loop or the rotating schedule comes in. I would loop through or rotate through the other items in my morning time basket to make sure we hit everything at least once every week or once every other week. Now, did we do science every day during morning time? No, we didn't have time for that. But did we do a fun science activity at least once or twice a week? You betcha. Using a loop or rotating schedule really helps you hit everything you want to do and learn in a timely way. Now, a rotating schedule, it might look like this. And if I was studying ancient history and starting at the beginning this year with my kids, this is kind of what my rotating loop schedule would look like each day. Okay, so on Monday, we first do our five core things which are Bible, memory work, timeline, read aloud, and writing in our journals. Then I would pull from the morning time basket the Anatomy of Nature book and our nature journals, as well as those laminated maps, world maps, and some markers. We would read and discuss a few pages from the Anatomy of Nature book and then draw a few of the things we learned about in our nature journal. Then we would do some map work as we tried to memorize the seven continents and the major oceans. Now, for our map work, the kids would trace the world map one day, or they would color a world map coloring sheet, or they would try to draw the world freehand, or they would learn a fun continent song. That would be Monday. So on Tuesday, we would do our five core things. Bible time, memory work, timeline activity, read aloud, and writing journals. Then I would go back to my morning time basket, and I would pull from it maybe the poetry book and some Mad Libs. We would read a few animal poems from the book, Tiger, Tiger, Burning Bright, discuss some of them, and then maybe do a few Mad Libs to learn and practice the eight parts of speech. Then we would find one of the animals that we read about in the poems or in our nature anatomy book from yesterday, and we would try to find one of those animals in my Draw Right Now book series. 
we would learn how to draw the animal using the book's simple step-by-step -step instructions, and then copy the four sentences about that animal. Sometimes we did this in our copywork notebook. Sometimes we did it in our nature journal. Okay, so that's Tuesday. We've already hit four things from um, my morning time basket. Okay, so on Wednesday, we do our five core things. Remember, that's Bible, memory work, timeline, read aloud, and writing journals. Then I would go back to my basket and I would grab from it maybe the color printout of the creation of Adam and a picture book about Michelangelo. We would do a picture or an art study together that day. Let's say we read about the creation of man that day in our Bible. I would show the kids the printed copy of Michelangelo's creation of Adam from the Sistine Chapel. We would observe the picture. We would look at the details. We talk about the colors used and the objects around Adam and God. I might ask him questions like, do you think Adam looked like that? Or why do you think Michelangelo depicted God the way he did? Then we would read a picture book about Michelangelo and then do an art project. One year, using two workhorses and some leftover plywood, my husband created a little mini ceiling. The kids attempted to paint the plywood while laying on their backs like Michelangelo did when he painted the Sistine Chapel. One year, they drew their own versions of the creation of Adam, except they drew themselves in the picture instead of Adam. I made sure, though, they drew themselves with clothes on. <laughs> Adam's wearing his birthday suit in the print, so it always made for some fun and interesting conversations when we studied this particular masterpiece. Now, if you don't want to do the creation of Adam, you can study the life of Vincent van Gogh and learn about his masterpieces Starry Night when you read about day four of creation, and then maybe learn about his sunflower painting when you read about day three of creation. Now, if Van Gogh is too modern for you, you can study the life of Winslow Homer, maybe, and learn about his masterpiece, Seascapes, when you read about day two of creation, and learn about his fish and butterflies painting when you read about day five and day six of creation. It's really up to you and which artist you want to study, or if you even want to study an artist at all. Okay, so that's Monday through Wednesday. I've gone through a lot of stuff in my morning time basket already using the loop schedule. So on Thursday, we do our five core things, Bible, memory work, timeline, read aloud, and writing journals. Then I pull from the morning basket my favorite books, circumference picture books, and one of the math games, and we do some math together. Now, we can't do all of our math together since every child is at a different math level but we can do some fun review math work together, or we can do some real world math together a couple of times a week. And that's what I use morning time for. So on Thursday, after we do our five core activities, we read the first picture book in the circumference series. It's a super fun book that's a play on words and one of my favorite math picture books. It's about a knight named Sir Comference. As he goes on an adventure to find the perfect round table for his knights, he learns about measuring circles. The puns are great memory tools to help learn and understand words like radius and circumference and diameter. And then after we read that book and laugh and giggle a little bit, we then play a few math games together. Now, at this point, we have gone through everything that's in my morning time basket for the month. So on Friday, after we do our five core things, we start all over again with the items in the basket and begin the rotation again. We read and discuss a few more pages in the Anatomy of Nature book and draw a few more things we learned about in our nature journal. 
On another day, we do some more map work and help memorize seven continents and the major oceans. And we just keep going through the items in the basket until the end of the month. Now, by the time we get to the last day of September, we've read Genesis chapters one through four, or maybe five, probably. We've discussed the days of creation, the Sabbath, which you know is super important to me, the fall of man, and probably Cain and Abel. We've also read a few other really cool things about God, his creation, and the laws of nature in the indescribable devotional. And we're well on our way to memorizing most of Genesis chapter 1. We've added to our timeline several important historical events. And if we read a chapter a day in Tales of Odyssey, we probably finish book 1 and we're starting on book 2. During the month, we also read several chapters in the Nature Anatomy book, added several pages to our nature journals, drew a few animals and learned about them, learned about the life of Michelangelo and the making of the Sistine Chapel, created our own Michelangelo masterpiece, we probably played a few math games to review our multiplication facts, and we even learned about circles and circumference by reading a fun math picture book. We did all of this together as a family. Our morning time, or our mom time as I called it, usually took about one and a half hours. Now, the core five activities usually took between 45 to 60 minutes, depending on the conversations we got into during morning devotions, our read aloud time, and our writing prompts. This left about an hour and a half to do one, two, or three other things that's in our morning time basket. As the kids got older, our morning time usually lasted a little longer. But again, the time we spent during our morning time basket fluctuated on by the day of the week, our schedule for the day, and of course the age of the kids. Using the loop or the rotating approach also allowed us to do the other things I really wanted to get to. I no longer had that, we'll get to that when we have time pile. I put those items that I never got to in our morning time basket and rotated them into our mom time. This way, I no longer felt guilty about never getting to our map work or never doing an art history project together. Now, after mom time or morning basket time, the kids would then split off to do their independent work. Now, depending on their grade, this is where they learned math, reading, writing, or maybe spelling at their own level. Since we did so much together as a family, the kids usually only had math left to do on their own and maybe something else to go over with me one-on-one. This is how we were able to start our school day after breakfast and usually be done by lunch or shortly thereafter. Again, it depended on the age of the kids and the day of the week, but depending on what you put in your basket, you can save a ton of time and money by learning as much as you can as a family first thing in the morning. So let me ask you, what's in your morning time basket this month? Whatever it is, I'm positive you will have fun learning it together as a family. Thank you for hanging out with us and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining us, you can find us at our website, coffeewithcarry.org. We also have daily devotions and homeschooling tips at our Instagram account, Coffee with Carrie Consultant. Don't forget to check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. Now, if you heard something you liked, then share our podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week, or share it with a friend who's looking for ways to maximize her time this year. The items mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes and at our website, coffeewithcarry.org. 
If you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie podcast and then take a few minutes to leave a little review. Thank you in advance for listening to us each week and for sharing our podcast, our book, and our homeschooling mom ministry with your friends. We're so very honored and grateful. It's our prayer that our website, our homeschooling consulting services, our podcast, and our book, Just Breathe, will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. And see you next time.